You are listening to For Your Joy, a podcast provided by New King Church, where we seek to restore your faith in a world of discouragement. If you want to find out more about New King or learn how you can get connected with our network of like-minded churches in Burlington, Vermont, and surrounding areas, check us out at newkingchurch.com. Hey, everyone. Good to have you back here on For Your Joy. Uh, My name is Lucius Guthrie. I'm one of the pastors at New King, joined by Ben Preston. What's up? Uh, What's up, man? Good to see you. Good to be here. Yeah. And uh, we are um, seeking to restore your faith in a world of discouragement. And we have been talking about this idea of friendship with Christ, what that looks like very um, practically, recognizing when maybe there is a dullness there in your heart towards friendship with Christ and and how to cultivate that relationship. Christ says very clearly uh, in Revelation 3 to the church in Laodicea that he is standing at the door knocking, um, and, and those who hear his voice will let him in. Um, and so let's, let's listen for Christ's voice, and, and that is what he wants. He wants to be friends with us. And that's just amazing, even that revelation in, in, in truth that he would want that um, kind of friendship is is really really incredible and full of so much mercy and grace and so um this might be our final episode here in this little discussion um we in the last episode we uh kind of left on a on a cliffhanger ben had talked through one uh shift towards friendship with christ um we have three more right Mm -hmm. uh that we're going to talk through and um, really, really hope and pray that this is beneficial, helpful, in getting you thinking about uh, this in your own personal life. So uh, that first one uh, was recognizing your motivation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and how would you def- say that? Motivation towards friendship or motivation of the things that you're doing that might look like friendship, but what's behind it? Kind of re- recap that real fast. Yeah, that you. it's very easy to do things that you can assume have the right motivation behind them. But if, if I, even if I'm praying, reading my Bible, um, sharing with someone, you know, sharing my faith with someone, but like, but if, if my heart is not ultimately that I want Christ or that I want him to be glorified or that I, you know, that Jesus needs to be the end goal of my whole life yeah. and every, everything that I do, uh, that he be glorified, that I know him, more intimately that I grow in, in my friendship with him. Yeah. It's, and it's a tough thing to discern, but the Holy spirit will certainly give you that discernment if you yeah. want it. And I feel like that, um, is, is all throughout scripture, especially, you know, um, in a lot of Paul's writings, you know, you think of, you know, keeping your eyes on Jesus, the the author and perfecter mm-hmm. of our faith. Like all these things he talks through, he ends with, well, here's why. Here's mm-hmm. the goal. Here's the prize, right? It's Christ and, and more of him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's helpful. It's first first shift in our understanding and, and towards friendship with Christ. So what is number two? Number two, I've seen a shift in the way that I'm reading my Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
there's a couple things there. First of all, I've come back to this little rebuke that Jesus gives to, not that the rebuke was little, uh, it's a short verse. <laughs> That's what short I mean. rebuke, big rebuke. <laughs> big rebuke that he gives to uh, the, the religious leaders of his day. He says, you search the scriptures. Sorry, this is John 5, 39 and 40. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life, and it is they that bear witness about me. Yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. And so there is clearly a way that to that we can come to the scriptures and stop short of coming to Christ. There's a way that we can study our Bibles mm. every single day and fail to actually receive life from Jesus in doing that. Wow. And the you know, I, I the if anybody that's listening to this is a part of New King, you know how highly we value the Word of God. We believe it is God's self-revelation to His people. It is inerrant. It is sufficient. But it is not God. Mm-hmm. It is the, it, the Word is uh, how we know who He is. Yeah. Uh, and, but it is not God. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there have been jokes made about this that some people, they're, they believe in God the Father, God the Son, and uh, God the Holy Scriptures, mm. and that's not that's not the Trinity, right? Mm-hmm. And the Word of God is is the window through which we look in in order to see the vista that is God. Yeah. So God's been convicting me about this that when I come to the Word, I've got to have the going back to that first shift. I've got to have the right motivation. What am I coming for? Am I coming to just find an application for my day Mm. or, you know, um, to check, even just to check it off the box, like check the box that, okay, I did it this morning and I can feel better because I had my quiet time and I can go have my day. Um, For me, you know, most frequently, I think I tend to come to the word. I've been a, a preacher now for 10 years and I th- I think I tend to read the Bible like I would mm. be you know reading it to prepare for a sermon. Yeah. And that's not necessarily a good way to come for myself. And so I you know a lot of times I'm like jumping to what is the application here? Yeah. Or what are the points that I would mm-hmm. get out of this or whatever? Or you know who really needs to get this? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and so the way to come to I said it again, and so I, I wish I hadn't told people that I do that because now everybody's going to hear <laughs> yeah, it every so time I do it. I got to come up with a new way to yeah. start sentences. Anywho, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying. As I was saying. Um, but that doesn't always work. No, it doesn't. I got to come up with one that always works. Anywho, works. Anywho, um, I love it. <laughs> no. I'm so distracted today. <laughs> Something's wrong with me. But I got to come to the word. I got to come I got to come to God's word saying, "Jesus, I want to see you." Yeah. Today. I want to see you in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And not just an, get an application. You know, again, going back to what is my motivation? A lot of times I can come to the Bible 
in the mornings and it's like my real motivation is I want to have a good day and I know that when I mm. start my day in the word I have a good day mm. right yeah not I want to know my friend Jesus better yeah and that's got to I've got to write my perspective when I come to it come to the word mm-hmm. because the word itself isn't life yeah but it but but if, if this word reveals to me who Jesus is and causes me to come to Christ as a result, mm-hmm. then yes, it's the path to him. It's that he is life. I, th- I think that's been so ingrained, though, in us that even as you're saying it, like I'm getting shifty here. It's like, well, hold on. Mm-hmm. Isn't there like a little like isn't there a little bit of truth to like the word is life and like yes maybe yeah. but it, it there has to be a line there of i mean i think of you know biblical or not necessarily biblical religious professors right you know who could know the scripture forward and backwards um to be able to teach it yeah as as scholarly information you know, but that, but nothing about true life and about God has been revealed to them. Yeah. In that. Right. I mean, and that's all we need to. That's all we need to see to know that. Okay. Yeah. There is a. It's not just life just to know the scriptures. Mm-hmm. That's good. Right. That's a good way to put it. Because there are also pastors out there that can, that can preach mm-hmm. your socks off. Yeah. And they they know the Bible, and they'll stand before the Lord and he'll say, I never knew you. Yeah. So yeah, professors, pastors, there's all kinds of people studying their Bibles and they don't know Jesus. They don't have a real relationship with Jesus, even though they know all kinds of things about him. Mm -hmm. I would, I would just say at at the same time, I would say you'll never know Jesus Mm. better than you know his word. That is really good. You've got to know his word in order to know him. Mm-hmm. So, man, I love the Bible. Yeah. I love the Bible. It is Jesus's words. It is God's word to us. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this is not to diminish yeah. our love for the Bible, our, our appreciation for the Bible, because mm-hmm. um, it is His word. Yeah. And if we love Him, we love His word. His love. I mean, sorry. His heart is revealed to us by what he says mm-hmm. which is in the bible yeah and just like you can't know me without me speaking yeah and so that that's the mm-hmm. i think that's the way to come at it so that's one shift is like I, i've got to come at it to see who jesus is and know him better and then the other is i'm i'm spending more time in it yeah uh i'm just the, like as I was, I was saying all this um, jet lag, time change, everything is contributing to this. I'm just waking up earlier and I'm just going to embrace that and say, you know what? This has been really valuable. Uh, some have said the way that you spell friendship is T I M E. You can't build a friendship without spending time with somebody. And so yeah. that's the other shift for me as I'm spending more time mm-hmm. with him. That's good. So what's number three? Uh, Number three is how I pray, and I'll just be brief with this because we've already really hit on the concepts a lot mm-hmm. in the second episode in this series on vulnerability. Mm-hmm. But the way that I'm praying is I'm trying to lay aside my 
religious uh, habits, you know, yeah. and just, uh, and, and I'm not saying, I, I don't, I don't say swing the pendulum to this, you know, to where you come before God flippantly, mm. irreverently, yeah. you know, what up, bro? Um, that's not, it's <laughs> not what we want to shift to. Right. <laughs> <I'm> not expecting. <laughs> right. Like, um, but he does say, I no longer call you servants, but friends. Yeah. You are my friends. So wh- let's talk to him. Like we're friends. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, he, like he is my friend. He's also still my King. He's also still the high King of the universe. Yeah. I'm not forgetting that. But I'm also remembering that we're friends. And so my friend wants to know what's on my heart, what I'm thinking about. So let's look really quickly uh, on this at Psalm 55. And I just want to kind of skim this for people and and let, if others want to do a little dig into this chapter, I think it gives a great little template for this. Psalm 55, uh, David begins by by asking for mercy. And then in verses two and three, he tells God what's going on. He says, attend to me and answer me. I'm restless in my complaint and I moan because of the noise of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked, for they drop trouble upon me. He's, he's telling God what's going on. Then he switches. Then he moves from like, here's what's going on, God, to um, here's how I'm feeling. Verses four and five, my heart's in anguish, um, I, fear and trembling have come upon me, and horror overwhelms me. He doesn't, he doesn't sugarcoat it for God. He's not like, I, I'm, I'm feeling a bit anxious, uh, and just want to, he's like real yeah. with, with his emotions, as David always is in the Psalms. Yeah. Then he moves from how he's feeling to what he's thinking. He's, he's like, you know, I'm thinking to myself, if I had wings like a dove, I'd fly away and be at rest. I'd get mm-hmm. I'd get the heck out of here. Um and would find shelter from from all this. Then he moves from what he's he goes from what's going on, how he is feeling, what he is thinking, then he moves to what he's asking of God. Mm-hmm. And he and he's inviting God to to come in and to do something about it. Yeah. And then finally after and that's then he goes on finally to what he's believing in verse 16. But I call to God and the Lord will save me. Verse 19, the God will give ear and humble them. Verse uh, 22, he, he will sustain you. You'll never permit the righteous to be moved. So I think that's a great like template, a yeah. pattern for r- true vulnerable prayer. Yeah. And where you're coming and you're not just going through the motions, but you're saying, here's what's really going on. Here's how I'm really feeling about it. Here's what I'm really thinking about it. But I'm not just telling you about it. I'm asking you to, I'm, I'm opening the door, going back to our conversational vulnerability. I'm opening the door to you yeah. and inviting you into mm-hmm. this because I want you to do something about it. Yeah. And speak into it and, mm-hmm. and help. And help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. I want to get the last one in. Yeah. Be conscious of the time. I have thoughts, questions, but I want to move on uh, and get to number four. Okay. The last one is how I go about my day. There's a shift in how I go about my day. And the shift is just that I, that Jesus is a gentleman, right? He stands at the door and knocks. He says, 
if anyone hears my voice, let him open the door. Like he doesn't bust the door down into our lives. Mm. And he's a, he's a gentleman. He comes where he is invited. Mm. And so the way that I'm thinking about this is that I want to invite Jesus along with me in my day, in everything mm-hmm. that I do. Um, and, uh, and, and I want him to have a, a voice throughout my day. He's, he is my good shepherd. His sheep hear his voice and listen to him and follow him. So, so I want to invite my shepherd along and say, here, you lead the way in, in this task mm-hmm. that I'm about to do, in this project that I'm about to start, in this conversation I'm about to have, in this drive that I'm about to make in traffic. Mm-hmm. You know, I want you to lead the way. I want you to come along with me and lead the way, and I, I want to follow you. I want every single part of my day to be an opportunity for the friendship to grow. Mm-hmm. And that's the cool thing about a friend is when we hang out with them, like everything that we do isn't super serious or super uh, focused and in- intentional, yeah. you know, yeah. like we're not always just sitting, friend, right. Yeah. You're not always just sitting over a, across from a table, uh, drinking coffee, catching up. That's, gr- that's so important in a mm-hmm. friendship, but sometimes you're just doing work together. Sometimes you're just driving down the road together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so Jesus is, he, he wants actually to be brought into, invited into every single part of our day. Yeah. I feel like this is one of the, the bigger shifts that mm-hmm. a lot of us might need to make. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's not, I don't want to say natural. It's just, I, I don't know. I feel like that's not taught on and, and preached on as much as, just kind of the the more basic, you know, basic quote unquote, spiritual disciplines of yeah. of you know authentic and vulnerable prayer and consistent and um, life giving word in the in or time in the word. Yeah, you know. But this is something, and, and like you know, we'll every now and then we'll be like, well, you know, you got to pray consistently, right? So like you know, throw up a prayer every mm-hmm. couple hours. But like this is a bigger shift, I think, for a lot of us, mm-hmm. um, and something that's gonna take a lot of work yeah take a lot of time to to recognize how we do it yeah you know and mm-hmm. how do we do it <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's it's just a practice it's a muscle that we have to develop like yeah. cultivating an awareness of jesus throughout our day we're mm-hmm. not we are you know we are still in these fallen bodies mm-hmm. and, and that's why this is hard if if it if it weren't for sin and fallen flesh we would always be aware of god you know but like we're up against we're up against a, a fallen flesh and so mm. uh, and not to mention the world and the devil that seek to rob our attention and mm-hmm. steal our attention away and and so i, I think it's just like any other Muscle needs to be trained. We got to train ourselves to come back to remembering this throughout our day, and and the more yeah. we work on it, the better we will be yeah. at. It. Yeah. So when when we were talking about this a little bit yesterday in um, in the meeting with our pastors, Eric had a great analogy. Mm-hmm. I think that really opened my eyes to what this could look like mm-hmm. very practically. Mm-hmm. Um, and he told a story about. Maybe a few years ago, bringing a friend, a friend was in town and he said, Hey, come to work with me, mm-hmm. you know, just like come for a few hours in the morning and walk around, like see my day. 
and Eric talked about how like that opened up his eyes, his own eyes to like his life in a unique way. Cause he's like explaining these things and he's like, Oh yeah, this is just, I never think about this, but maybe this is kind of weird, you know, with how this happens. But, oh, look, here's this sitting here. and He talk saw about his whole life through his friend's eyes, yeah. he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's, and he just, but at the same time, it's exciting to point yeah. that out and show them your life. And, and we can do that with Christ. And that's what Christ wants. Yeah. Right? Even though he may know it, uh, talking to him about it and showing him and, and, and asking questions... Um, is a really, really great way to to cultivate that friendship. Yeah, I mean, if we could only use our sanctified imaginations that and 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 imagine Jesus like walking beside us mm-hmm. or sitting beside us in the vehicle or or whatever, you know, working beside us at our desk mm-hmm. and start to see and start to talk to him like that, like he's here, you know. Yeah. He's not just, he isn't just up in heaven sitting on a throne, some far off place and some distant, he, he's right here. And yeah. yeah. And so I, I, I can tell him about what's happening. I can talk to him and yeah. I, another example that makes, makes me um, think back to Eric's uh, example is like when I bring my kids into someone else's home all of a sudden, I see their behaviors <laughs> through the eyes of my friend, uh, and, and all of a sudden, things that they do all the time at home that I don't think twice about that yeah. they do in front of my friend. I'm like, oh man, got to work on that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's not appropriate at all. And yeah. and because when you're with a friend, you you see everything from their perspective. Yeah, and if we could only cultivate that in our lives with Jesus that man he's with us let's start seeing how we're doing life through his eyes wow that would be really helpful yeah and I and just personally I think from this episode and and some of the ones before one of the biggest things standing out to me is the aspect of time you know yeah is that it really does take time to cultivate this friendship and and that makes me think back on um some of the other discussions we've had on particularly the idea of simplicity. Yeah. You know, if I'm giving my time towards so many different things, even if they're, and I'm not even talking about like planned things, but I'm talking about when I'm sitting around, you know, how am I, uh, relaxing, you know, am I trying Mm -hmm. to, to dull my mind and and rest and with TV or social media Mm -hmm. or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's, that's taking up time that could be used with Christ, you know, and, um, I don't know. It just makes me think of a lot of, of other things and how order is so helpful with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, that, and Christ will honor that by speaking into our life more mm-hmm. within that. And um, yeah, just really want to take away the idea of leaving the time and setting aside time specifically to cultivate that friendship yeah. with Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for uh, fleshing these things out with me, with others. I hope it's going to help, and um, it's just a beginning for me. I feel like a journey that I'm very hopeful is going to last for a a long, long time. He's going to take me on. Yeah. Well, one time you might get dull again. 
it's possible so, it could happen. And so you have these four episodes. <laughs> That's right. That you can come listen to. That's true. To hopefully That's right. get out of that rut. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yes. Uh, great. Well, as always, we pray this is really helpful. Um, and we are most likely going to take a little bit of a break um, during the month of December, um, just with Christmas things mm-hmm. coming around the corner. And um, and then we will probably pick back up towards the beginning of the year, um, most likely in our conversation about Saul and David. But, you know, as the Lord leads, yeah, uh, like always. Yeah. And so any uh, final thoughts, Ben? Uh, don't. Don't hesitate to share these episodes with your friends if you found them helpful. Uh, we just want the Lord to use us however he sees fit. And um, if it was helpful to you, it may may help someone else. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. See ya.